0: and welcome back to Let's Talk Disability, your one stock place for all things disability and lifestyle with me, your host, Athena Spann. So today I'm going to be talking about something a little bit different. I'm going to be talking about autistic burnout and what it entails, how autistic burnout affects me, how it may affect other people who are autistic autism is a spectrum so it's very vast and wild and my burnout is nowhere comparable to someone else's burnout from a child to an adult to an elderly person we're all very different the autistic burnout is a syndrome conceptualizing as a result from chronic life stress and a mismatch of expectations and abilities now that definitely sums up for me i don't know whether it sums up for other people. I've written down in my notes that things that can result from to burnout are exhaustion, loss of function and reduced tolerance to stimulus. Now for me when I get in burnout it's not always because of a bad thing or something dramatic has happened. That might be a stereotype, I'm not sure if it is or isn't. It's mainly because of my surroundings. So, for example, if I'm going the shops, the exterior noises might be too loud, I might not be able to concentrate, I might not have my headphones on. I have a habit of overdoing it with my work, just just working and working and working and working until my brain can't take it no more. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I'm in burnout. But I don't see the warning signs of burnout until I'm right there. So there is layers of burnout where, if you catch it at the beginning where you're slowly starting to notice yourself getting aggravated, then you can snap out of it quite quickly. Not snap out of it, that's the wrong word to say, but help yourself use techniques to try and ease yourself out of it a lot more quicker than when you're in full blown burnout. Now for me definitely burnout comes 100% from stress and I get it that life's stressful as it is but for some reason I make it 10 times more stressful than it needs to be. So when doing my podcast or doing assignments at college, university or school, not school really but more university and college, I would go over a little bit again and again and again and put myself into burnout and make myself stressed out because I'm not getting it because I'm focusing too much on one specific thing and it was sort of unnecessary stress yes I had stress over the assignment but I was building up extra which put me into burnout and I found that another big factor of burnout for me is masking now before I said it was 100% stress that was a little bit wrong the other part of it's like 50/50 between stress and masking so masking is a huge part of a lot of alti- what a lot of autistic people are a lot of autistic people mask their traits for one reason or another to either fit in with society to hide bullying or just because they feel like it. There's not one reason why one particular person does mask everyone is very different. So masking an autistic trait, for example suppressing your behaviours that make you autistic to appear more holistic or neurotypical, is very very draining and it does set up stress for people like me and you who are living in a world that is not set up to accommodate autistic people or dyspraxic people or whatever disability you have on the neurodivergent spectrum and I know for me particularly I want to be a fully functioning member of society. I want people to look at me and not notice anything wrong or not pick up on my on things that are wrong i don't know about other people but i know for me i would to appear as neurotypical as possible when i'm in a public setting just so no one picks on me which has never actually happened but it is a thought in the back of my mind but alternatively this comes at a huge cost of burnout from when from hearing loud noises Even like when you're at a pub and the glasses ching, the music in the background, people chatting, you're struggling to concentrate on just one person right in front of you. And it takes so much energy in your brain that a lot of people who don't have invisible disabilities just don't think about and they just don't know. Even when I'm at work, I have some of the most supportive colleagues and bosses around, even then I think I struggled to be my 100% self because I'm always aware that I'm working in a shop, I always have to be on my guard and I chose to, I choose to mask, like it's my choice having a job and choosing to mask because I want to build my social skills I don't want to be cooped up at home because I find it more boring at home than being in a shop working but even in them situations I have to be really conscious to take breaks and not be overstimulated. It's quite hard I find I can mask up to like three three hours but when it hits like the almost four hour mark like I'm done I'm checked out and that's when, like, little like trips, like going to the toilet, really help. Or like going in the back for a breather, or having a drink, really helps uh, in them situations. And I know a lot of people can't work. A lot of people like struggle to master symptoms. I don't even want to master symptoms. That is perfectly fine. But I notice quite often than not, if I'm not really careful with the way I'm observing myself and thinking about my actions. I will get into a meltdown. I've not been into a meltdown at work because so I think I'd be too embarrassed personally seeing people cry at me. But I've almost been at that stage because I've just been so overwhelmed. But speaking up to the manager, talking about all oh, the certain area has bright lights, it's quite triggering, can I go over there or can I take like, a few, like one minute breaks here and there? Really helped calm me down and help me along the way. So next I want to talk about tips and tricks that I found which help me personally reduce and prevent autistic burnout. Now these may work for you, they may not work for you, I thought I'd just put them in at the end because I just think it's quite nice to share my tips and share what works for me. Now for me I found especially with work and tasks and things even like housework not just like university work or work and like housework house jobs reducing the load taking time off taking more breaks it would redu- reducing social activity or other types of stressful activities even if you think you might be able to manage it if you're in that state of burnout i wouldn't say avoid it But like break it up into smaller chunks or more manageable chunks. Don't feel guilty or don't try and like guilt trip yourself if you're having a hard day or you're struggling to do something because that is the worst thing you can do. The worst thing for me especially if I'm having a rough day and I'm just struggling to do a task and I'm thinking yesterday this task took me five minutes and I'm here an hour later and I can't do it. What is wrong with me? There must be something wrong with me that just makes you feel even more rubbish and it's not gonna help so being kind to yourself being caring understanding some days you're gonna have rubbish days sometimes you're not but always take care of yourself especially in a burnout state and if you're heading towards burnout still I'd say the same advice just take care of yourself reduce the workload and just relax Now, the next one, which I've written down, is stimming. Now, I know autism is a spectrum, so I know some people may not stim that much. Some people may not stim at all. Some people may stim a tiny bit, like me. Now, I stim by flapping my hands, doing these, like, breathing techniques with my hands again, which I learned from the Dyspraxia Foundation Conference, which actually really have helped a lot. Breathing in... uh, hold like going to a fist then breathing out <laughs> and unclenching your fists. Honestly, it has worked amazing when I've been in like a panicky, stressed out situation. And I think just whatever stim, fidget toys, I'd say do whatever makes you feel comfortable in the moment. If it doesn't make you feel comfortable and it makes you feel more an edge don't do it find something else but I definitely feel for me stimming helps not necessarily in public it doesn't really help in public because I have had a few people look at me weird and actually say what are you doing can you stop please it's really like finding my presence of stimming being annoying just like flapping my hands or like when I'm like worried about something like flapping them and they think it's like threatening so they ask me to stop So I don't really do it that much in public or when I do do it in public I do it like put my hands in my pockets or have a fidget toy but it could be different for you, like everyone is different. And the last point which I'm writing down is learning to recognise and act on early signs of autistic burnout. Now, that is a hard one because I know it's not going to come instinctively to most people, just learning to recognise, like learning to recognise the early signs and especially for me it took a lot of practice writing down things I noticed and it took me like a few months just to recognise the symptoms because recognise the signs because so I'd be asking my mum oh what was it like there asking my boyfriend or is writing down notes some examples for me of noticing the early signs of burnout or wanting to cancel plans to have more rest feeling unsure about going places or just feeling on edge not feeling myself that's one of the main ones where I'm just waking up I'm like I don't feel entirely like myself I just something feels off and nothing feels fun and everything just feels draining to me like I feel like fine within myself generally but things just feel a little bit draining and that is the sign when that happens for me that if I carry on I'm going to get a migraine. I'm going to get drained. Everything's just going to go up in the air. I just need to calm it down, have a rest day, do some light work most of the time I don't do that and I honestly at the end I was like I wish I just listened to my past self honestly I just wish I listened to it I'm learning every single day I'm only 24 years old and although that's a little bit old it's not like too too old I'm still learning every single day I've got the rest of my life ahead of me to grow and develop and I'm trying not to be too too hard on myself so i think we've reached the end of the podcast i really hope you've enjoyed this podcast about burnout and ways i personally help myself prevent burnout or the steps leading to helping myself especially when i'm in burnout so i really hope you found this useful i'd love it if you could send me a message if you did find it useful follow me on instagram facebook they're all live through dyspraxia i know this page is let's talk about dyspraxia disability but on all my social medias it's life through dyspraxia and I have lots of hate, I have lots of content on Instagram talking about dyspraxia, autism, a little bit about ADHD, it's all on there. I also have a blog page on life through dyspraxia which I'd love it if you could read my blog page too. I expand a little bit on what we talk about within these podcast episodes which is really really cool and I just really enjoy it so so much so thank you so much for listening to this podcast and yeah I'd love it if you could subscribe here would make my day loads and I'll see you in the next one same place same time bye